All right. Hello, idiots on parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? That is Jake Vevra, comedian based in New York City. I am Nathan Timmel, comedian based in Iowa City. And uh, let you know right up front, we are recording on Friday, August 9th. And Jake, uh, I don't know if you're going to hear it. I don't know if the listeners are going to hear it, but it is a beautiful summer evening here. So I have the whole house opened up, all the windows open. Got some neighbors uh, in the next yard talking, and a motorcycle went by. So could could be some ambient noise, some background ambient noise. Okay. Yeah, there might be ambient noise on my end too, and by that I mean stupid dogs barking very loudly. <laughs> Anybody that has listened to our podcast has uh, has heard that many a time. So, all right, I want to I want to blow past this because uh, last week we 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 recorded just after the El Paso shooting had happened, and I made a complaint saying the one thing I'm not looking forward to, aside from the loss of life, of course, is when the headlines, when the media comes out with these celebrities react to the shooting. And I texted you after we finished recording. We didn't even have to wait two or three days. It was online that day, within an hour or two, celebrities react to El Paso shooting. I, I don't give a fuck what Alyssa Milano or Piers Morgan or I, there's a tweet from Michael Avenetti. It's nice to see he's back in the news, keeping his name out there since he's no longer going to be president or representing Stormy Daniels. It's just Jesus goddamn Christ. You made the best joke ever last week. Unless they are coming out in support of the shooter it's not news because it's just everyone should feel the same way. This thing is tragic and it sucks. Yeah, and if anybody, Michael Avenatti is the one person I would expect to come out on behalf of the shooters. Like, that guy <laughs> needs work, okay? He needs to take any client that will take him. Um, and and these, these mass murderers are the only ones. He's down to that. So he will take him on as a client. It will be his, uh, he'll be like the uh, um, Robert Kardashian... Um, uh, Alan Dershowitz, the Dream Team. He will. This will be his OJ. That's it. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's going to be these guys and like Charlie Epstein and or Jeffrey Epstein. Sorry, R. Kelly guys like that. And one of the big. Uh, hopefully, it's 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 being filmed like the OJ trial because one of the big climaxes is. You know, while he's giving his final, you know, speech to the jury or whatever, his his, his closing comments, he's going to get handcuffed and detained for something he did. Like they're going to cut him off in the middle of his final statements defending the other guy because of some because he scammed Nike or Reebok or whoever the fuck. Or it could be just like the OJ lawyers where he defends uh, these bags of shit and then, you know, the Epsteins and the whatever. And like Cochran and everyone that defended OJ, he gets brain cancer and dies within two years. That's true. As an atheist, I barely ever give any kudos to God, but uh, he made the right call with that one. He did. Uh, there were like three or four of them, but uh, Dershowitz, is, Dershowitz is still alive and the guy that pulled the DNA bait and switch is still alive. But, but uh, most of OJ's lawyers died. So... And all of their brain tumors were in the shape of a left glove, of a left leather glove. <laughs> Every single one of them. As they weird. should have been. So on the lighter side of mass shootings, how often do you get to say that? Really? How often do you get to say on the lighter? Um, you said it, not me, for the record. Listeners, if you're going to cancel, only cancel half of this podcast. Well, it's, it's one of those things that's such a stereotype that it's now a running gag. But it actually happened. It actually happened. A Republican representative, Candace Keller, 
actually said after the shooting. Usually it's hurricanes or earthquakes, but uh, apparently transgender, homosexual marriage, and drag queen advocates, the breakdown of the traditional family, are to blame for mass shootings. So usually when there's a hurricane, someone uh, like Pat Robertson says, well, it's because of gay marriage. It's a running joke, but someone actually, a, a woman, a Republican in Ohio, actually came out and said uh, a gay marriage. She blamed Obama. She blamed Obama for this mass shooting, and it's the loss of uh, God and the church and uh, in, in America that led to this because, you know, the church with all their kid fucking or the Crusades or the Inquisition, church has no blood on its hands. We, we need more church, you know. Yeah, I— it's it's kind of weird because and, and, you know of course we know why it is it's a, anything to blame you know anything to blame anything other than guns you know that's kind of what they're going for on 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 that side which I, I'm not saying that you know just a few gun laws is going to stop it alone like that that's where the left is kind of idealistic and, and unrealistic to me but at, at least their their plan is to do something to address it not just um well why don't we just click our heels together three times blame mental illness and video games and move on with our lives you know now she's blaming um gable and it said it said where was it where was it because i read this it said that oh yeah um she blamed it on homosexual marriage and quote Drag queen advocates. I think that's a funny-ass term because we know what she's trying to say. She's trying to be transphobic, but failing about that. Like, she knows well, well, so little I got to interrupt you about quick. Transgender came first. She did say transgender, homosexual marriage, and drag queen advocates. Really? So she got transgender in there right away. Wow. It's because I was like, well, you know, that's probably who she's trying to hate on because it's not, you know, that's such a specific... Just sort of, I mean, subgenre of LGBT, if you, if you want to call it, you know what I mean? Like, you know whose fault this is? It's the gays, the transgenders, and the catty hosts of cabaret shows. I'm tired of all the crowd work at these things. <laughs> They're the reason that God hates us, you know? Like, it's just such an odd... It's, it's, it's an odd thing to throw in there, you know? Yeah, because, uh, I mean, in my 20s, I hung out with a lot of drag queens. I, uh... I, I knew Miss Gay Wisconsin. Uh, I worked in a fine dining restaurant, and all the waiters were gay. And I think I've told this story before. Uh, all the, the cocktail waitresses wanted to hang out with the gay waiters, and I wanted to fuck the cocktail waitresses, so I went where they went, and everybody went to the gay bars. And it was a lot of fun. Um, I, 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 every single one I knew was the nicest, kindest. You know, they, they were just... To, to blame them for anything, um, if you've ever seen an episode, not that they're drag queens, but an episode of... I'm glad that you didn't say anything horrible. Normally, the I have a lot of gay friends is followed by the most homophobic shit you've ever heard, so uh, congrats on that. No, not for me. You just mean in general, where I have a black friend, yeah, so yeah, let yeah. me say, or I have a Hispanic yes. friend, so I can get away with. Yeah, no, no. I just, it's, it's, I'm, what I'm happy about is that they brought video games Plus, back. Plus, this lady looks like Patrick Swayze in Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Love Julie Newmar. Like, she looks like a man in drag. She looks like a very buff man in drag. So it's sort of weird. I, you know what I think it is? I think she's tired of getting teased for that. <laughs> and so, so she's like, let me let me just 
Let me just try to nip in the bud any rumors that I, myself, am a trans woman by saying very horrible shit about trans people at the most um, horrible time, arguably. I was just happy that they finally, as I was starting to say, brought video games back into the mix because... It's been a few years since video games took the blame for anything. For a while... Yeah, this is a classic throwback. It it's, is. It's really like watching an episode of Stranger Things. You know what I mean? It's, 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 I'm getting some nostalgia. I'm getting some 90s nostalgia in there. Um, I'm really... I was hoping they'd throw in Marilyn Manson. I'm sure Marilyn was, too. Oh, it's been, that, it's been, he would have loved that. He would have received some royalty checks as, as, uh, he, mm-hmm. as he got a bump on Spotify. Kind of like how The Dirt... Uh, the Motley Crue movie came out on Netflix, and every critic said this movie is misogynistic, and they're horrible guys, and they're pieces of shit, and how would anyone watch this movie? Meanwhile, on Rotten Tomatoes, the uh, viewers, the audience, has it, like, sky high, and the week after it premiered, like, it, it showed that their Spotify numbers went up 5,000% oh, yeah. and shit well, like dude, that. Dude, that's why, like, and people criticize that, and I, I think we were talking about the Queen one yesterday, but, like, look, it's it's not... Not that I'm saying these movies are the Godfather. It's it's that like the thing that makes people, even adults, love comic book movies. It's the same kind with that sort of shit. It's it's basically it is a it is an hour and a half long music video with some acting in between for a yes. band that you like. If you don't like if you don't like Queen or Motley Crue, I would never. I would be shocked. If you liked either one of those movies, you know, but it's it's that's all it is, is really the the dirt one. They, they could have used more uh, Motley Crue songs, I, I think was my only. Well, it's not my only complaint with it. It's also it's not a great it's it's not so great with like linear storytelling. And it it, it tends to spend a lot of time on seemingly small things and just sort of blow over some bigger things. You know, like it's it's just one of those. It's not. It's not great, but it's like, look, it's 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 rock stars you grew up listening to, getting drunk and high and doing rock star shit. Well, I'm I'm gonna say the most stereotypical thing ever, which is with the dirt, you have to read the book. The source material, that book is those stories are insane. And to take that book and cut it in I when I originally went to Netflix, I I was so happy. I'm like, oh my god, they will do it right. They will turn this into like a four or five part miniseries, you know, five one hour episodes. But when I heard they actually were going to turn it into a ninety minute movie, or maybe it was two hours, I'm like, oh, they're right. going to have to lose so much. And you are right. They they when, when you have a source material, when you do have a book, a novel, a a word testimonial of the band's story, to to take tweezers and pluck little, you know items out it i liked it i thought it was fun it like anything as i said stereotype doesn't hold a candle to the book right right but getting back to video games i love that we live in a, in a modern era because back in the day and, and when i say back in the day i'm only talking the 80s 90s when they would bring up the video game argument the world was still a small place the internet had not connected everyone so now they try that bullshit they're like oh it's video games and someone immediately goes uh what about korea and japan where they don't have mass shootings but they do have full-on soccer stadiums and arenas full of gamers 
watching other gamers play Fortnite and... Yeah, no shit. If video games was the cause, East Asia would be like the fucking Hunger Games right now. Are you kidding exactly. me? Exactly. So that's why I love that they tried to bring these... Because now the, the bullshit argument has been shot down. And I saw a great tweet, and I can't think of her name. Who's that blonde fox lady that... Uh, Tommy Lauren, Tammy Lauren. I can't think of her name. You know who I'm talking about. I, I don't know. I, I I think they're all the same woman who's been cloned in the lab back in the late 90s. Yeah. Uh, over and over but again. I, I can't keep She sent out a tweet she, that, that this guy slammed. It was the best one ever. She said, it's not about guns. It's about parenting. And the response was, so you're saying the rest of the world has better parents than us? <laughs> like These right. stupid, stupid fucking arguments are just getting hammered, and it's so fun to watch, and I just enjoy it. And look, I don't even think they're stupid arguments. Like, look, it's, it's not that I think that they're stupid arguments, that they have no merit to saying that, that parenting, has, that parenting has, has, has nothing to do with this, right? Because that's, that's sort of... It's you you know, and I say this with many issues. The fact that we have a a two party system at a federal level is is sort of creating a, a, a kind of toxic environment when it comes to this issue. In that, why do we have so many more shootings than we used to? That's a very complicated issue. And it's going to have many different answers, and it's not going to be exactly the same in every case, but there are going to be similarities, right? Like, um, saying that gun laws have nothing to do with this at all is fucking psychotic, right? But saying that guns and and lack of gun regulation is the only reason this is, is, is dumb. And saying that throwing a few laws in there is going to get all these guns off the street, that's idealistic, Right. And unrealistic. Like we, we had even less gun laws in the 80s. You know, I, I we had we still had and that might not be true in every single state. I was going to say, for I, the most I'm part, not sure that's true, but keep going. In certain states, yes, in certain states. Now, gun laws, they're very state by state thing, you know, so but either way, we still had tons of semi-automatic guns available to fucking whoever in the 80s. You know, this is not a new thing. But we didn't have these mass shootings. Well, so I, there is – I think there is some merit to be – when they say mental health, when they say parenting, basically there's some merit to the argument that something is happening with our society that is making us churn out more people that want to go just light up a fucking mall or, or music festival or whatever, right? That, that's true. But ignoring – the fact that the, the, the guns are, 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 are any part of the problem or that, you know, saying there's nothing we can be doing to, to do background checks and things like that. You know what I mean? Uh, that's that's just insane. Well, I hear you. It's it's I, I, maybe I make too much fun of the parenting one because it is. Uh, to use another famous uh, quote, a perfect storm of things. It's not any one right. issue, like you say. Exactly. Um, and the, exactly. The thing. Yeah, that absolutely has something to do with it. But pretending that that one thing is the issue—that's fucking crazy. I mean, and that's that's what the two-party shit does. Is it, with the complex issue like this and many things. It's not, hey, let's sit down and have a boring conversation and figure out how to deal with things. It's one side picks their one reason this is all happening, and the other side picks their one reason that this is all happening. And they just scream at each other about, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Meanwhile, nothing gets done to fix the problem in any way, shape, or form, and it will just get fucking worse and worse and worse. The thing I was thinking of... um 
when you talk about parenting, as you were talking, it, it made me think of something. And it is, do you remember the Judas Priest uh, suicide and suicide attempt? There were two kids, uh, burn, yeah. burner kids. Yeah. One actually committed suicide and the other, he tried to and he shot his face off, but he didn't die. Or maybe he eventually died, but he didn't die right away. There was a documentary about that uh, called Dream Deceivers. And... Hey, were there any of these right-wing Christian politicians blaming homosexuality on that one, too? Because he's he was, like, the only gay guy in American metal back then, even though I think they're British, technically. But, like, either way, that man was huge here. And, like, no pushback on the gay thing with those guys, even though it was, like, right-wing Christian well, he was, Ronald Reagan. He didn't come out of the closet till the late 90s, and this happened in the... Uh, really? 80s, yeah. Oh, I thought it was like early '90s. I didn't know it was that uh, that late. Well, we could look it up. Um, but either way, there was a documentary on the trial and the blaming of heavy metal and Judas Priest for these kids. Yeah, and it was funny because remember, I was bitching about that uh, that HBO documentary uh, about the girl with the texts and commit suicide, and I said it was just. Oh, yeah, I still haven't watched it. And I said not to because it's sensationalistic and they... Oh, good. Well, then I listened. Yeah. Um, This was an actual documentary where the guy just set up the camera, and it's it's the thing you say all the time. Just let people talk, and they will give you the rope. They will hang themselves with their own rope. He set up the documentary. He just sat back and let people talk, and this kid's parents were the worst pieces of shit ever and the more they talked and blamed judas priest for their son sure the more you knew that it was their shitty parenting his shitty home life their bullshit that caused him to do it that led him down this path of everything sucks my life i did everything i could to get him to quit listening to that goddamn music i put cigarettes out on his face i used to fucking kill puppies in front of him i tried everything i tried it all (laughs) maybe not that bad but yeah so it's just funny that parenting does play a big role in things because uh the reason i bring all this up is back in the day not only did i listen to judas priest but i listened to slayer straight up like people you know they had songs called hell await uh hell awaits uh, uh die by the sword they, they satan metal and uh to this day i have never killed uh anyone uh, or skinned a puppy or worshiped satan or even believed satan exists and whatever was going yeah, on in my life. Yeah, the guy in a, a clockwork orange, he listens to just one Beethoven song, and he's off to the fucking races. He's doing everything even. I'm just saying that whatever was going on in my life, I understood, even if I couldn't verbalize it at the time, I, I had a sense. I knew that Slayer was my outlet, and then I carried on with my normal yeah. life. I listened to Slayer. I enjoyed it. I saw them live. I'd get in a mosh pit, get some aggression out, and then continue on with my life. Right. I Whatever. would get a little worked up. I would jerk off to a face as a death video, and then I would just go back to the rest of my day. You know, right. I would be normal after that. Yeah, but whatever was is going on in someone else's life, it it it, it builds to a point where... The, as I said, the combination of shitty parenting, maybe they play too much Fortnite, maybe they had the cigarettes put out on them, maybe they are what they call an incel and nobody will ever fuck them because they're a piece of shit and instead of getting a haircut, working out, washing their face so they don't have acne or trying to and be social. Look, that tends to be a pretty goddamn common thing, too. I mean, I, yeah, some of them, it's, it's voices in their head. Some of them, it's, it's, you know, they love Donald Trump. Or, you know, they hate this race or that religion or whatever, or they, you know, they, they want their 72 virgins from Allah, whatever. 
None of these guys are getting late, you know? Like, no one is zipping their pants up after spending the night with a beautiful woman. And it's like, that that, that was awesome. Uh, that was one of the best nights of my life. I'm going to go shoot up a movie theater. You know, it never happens. That's why I say new law. If you want to buy an AR-15, you also have to buy a sex robot. Boom! <laughs> That's going on the books, people. Or you, uh, they have these red flag laws that they're talking about. Well, they're, they're not in existence, but um, if you have a domestic abuse charge, you can't buy a gun like this or something in red flag. Sure. How about this? What you just said, if you want to buy an AR-15, you have to uh, be in a happy relationship. You have to like get a sperm count done. Yeah, and it's like, oh yeah, th- th- this guy he, he he's he's walking. Look at his girlfriend. She's fucking have... hot. She's smoking yeah. hot. She's nice. She doesn't yell at him. They don't fight all the time. You know, you, you get a little like uh, counseling. You you get to you get a little like monitoring. Like oh look at these two. They're they're wonderful. Yeah, here's your gun. Right. Listen, we got it. You know, you have to if you want to buy the gun, you have to have a woman that will come in there and vouch for you. Okay, and and you have to have like Facebook pictures of you with her. This can't be any like Craigslist hookup that you found some crackhead that you paid fifty dollars to go in there and tell them that you're a fully functional human being. Okay, I I, I want to see Facebook statuses together. I want to see all that for at least. Three, three months, you know, if you've been in a relationship for three months, you can have a gun. If not, I'm, I'm sorry. You have to be, you have to be getting laid. You have to be in a normal relationship. I, like these guys are not shooting people up. So yeah, you have to be getting laid. Also, I like the background check thing. We should definitely do more of that. And the Facebook but could be I'll the background I'll... check. Your Facebook has to be yes. public. You have to have a sure. public Facebook so that uh-huh. it's not like friends only or private so we don't know what little manifestos you're writing. Yeah, public if your Facebook. only social media is 8chan and then a Twitter that's just the egg and not a real name, fuck you, man. You can't have a gun. <laughs> yes. We solve so many but, problems. Yeah, and how about this? How about this? Um... You go in there. I like background checks. What I like even more, right now checks. We're kind of we're kind of getting to right now checks with the Facebook status. I don't think that's enough, right? I think what we need is we need to um, we we need to hook them up to lie detectors. Okay, we have a lie detector in the gun shop, and we say, listen, we'll sell you the AR-15 and the sex robot because again, that comes with it. Um, but first. Hook yourself up to this lie detector test and tell me, on a scale of 1 to 10, how bad do you want to shoot up a school right now? You know what I mean? Like, you just ask them, hey, buddy, now that you're on a lie detector, how do you feel about Mexicans? How do you feel about Jewish people? How do you, feel? you know what I mean? We go down the list. Anybody that goes, how dare you? The Second Amendment doesn't, like, look, you're the guy that doesn't, that we don't want to have a gun. So if you want to hook up a lie, to a lie detector and try to figure out, um, you know, are you going to use this for mass murders? Then you can have a gun. And I know people say those things aren't entirely accurate. What they tend to measure a lot of is if they're nervous. Listen, if you're nervous about the question, are you a goofy white incel who's going to commit a hate crime? Um, I kind of, you're kind of the guy I don't want to have a gun. So I'm, I'm more than happy with these polygraphs being in gun stores. It makes me think of the, uh, Blade Runner sequel. Did you see it? Twenty forty Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I think it was. God damn it! I I've not seen oh, that one either. That was I'm, that was my yeah. number one movie of the year. It was released. That was my favorite movie that year. Absolutely recommend it. But um, uh, I'm 
drawn a blank I'm sad I haven't on his that. name. Uh, I can yeah. picture him, uh, not Harrison Ford, the young one that was in the movie, uh, Ryan Gosling. Uh, he's a replicant, and he has to go through a test like that. It's, it's a debrief where they measure his response, and yeah. it, when it goes out of kilt, it's, that's, that's when the, the movie takes off, when it, when it skews. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah, because if, if you're going like, how do you feel about Mexicans? Eh, fine with them. You know, that's pretty casual. Yeah. You're like, um, I, I think they're okay. Oh, that's, that's a pretty interesting response there. That, that seemed a little forced. Let's yeah. dig deeper. I like uh, I like burritos. I like quesadillas. Oh, Mexican people. Uh, I'll be back in a week. I'll be back in a week. I have to go <laughs> work out some issues. I have some problems. Well, moving on. Uh, this is something we have talked about in the past, and uh, it just expanded. We, oh, we talk- before we move on, let me just say, and a lot of people like to make it a constitutional thing. Like, oh, what do you think the father, founding fathers would say about this? Like, I don't know what the founding fathers would say about a lot of things. But here's the thing. I did dig a couple of them up a few weeks ago, and through a black magic seance, I was able to bring them back momentarily. You know what I mean? To bring them back as as zombies. I was able to have their spirits back. I started asking them about this issue. I was like, I explained to them the whole thing about semi-automatic weapons, about high-capacity magazines, um, about background check. Because a lot of this, you know, it was muskets back then. I explained to them the whole climate. I was like, dude, these school shootings are going on. You guys didn't really have those. What do you think we should do? Their solution, stop letting women and minorities vote. They're kind of dicks, you know what I mean? Like, they're kind of, I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't base everything on those guys. They don't always have the best opinions when it comes to modern-day living. I don't remember uh, the jokes, but there was, I believe, Tim Robbins was the host. There's an old Saturday Night Live sketch where the founding fathers are time machined into today's uh, society yeah. and they deal with issues like that where, and I, I don't remember the jokes, but I'm going to Google it after we're done and listeners, you can Google it too. But that made me think of an old, even if it wasn't Tim Robbins, even if my memory is playing tricks on me, there's an old Saturday night live sketch where the founding fathers are asked questions and it, I just remember it being amusing. That's cool. All right. Yeah. That's um, I, yeah. Instead of saying funny things, I'm just going to give them links. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be my new plan. <laughs> Instead of me. So uh, I I don't even know if we have anything new to say on this. It's just one of those things we talk about when it comes up because it's one of those things you could see coming a mile away unless you are a Republican uh, lawmaker in Ohio and you're blaming gay marriage and transgender people and drag queens for life's miseries. Uh, the Boy Scouts, the headline is that no, that's not the headline. It was down in here somewhere. They're gonna. They're saying that the Boy Scout. How funny would it be if that lady actually was a trans woman? You know what I mean? If that came out like a year later, if it, if it turned out that she was just like a self-loathing, she was like the Samuel L. Jackson in Django Unchained of trans women. You know, and she just she just gets elected in in red states and bashes them every chance she gets. That would make sense because who are the the, the most anti-gay people? It's the gay Republicans. They 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 run on a, a platform of family values and uh, being anti-gay, and then they get caught uh, doing a wide stance in a Minnesota airport or uh, on a massage table uh, asking for handies. Yeah, this lady gives a lot of foot taps in airports and men's rooms. That's all I'm saying. So th- this other one, 
They're saying that the pedophile problem with the Boy Scouts could possibly dwarf the Catholic Church problem, which I, I think that's probably a sensationalistic headline because the Catholic Church thing is worldwide and goes back decades and decades. Um, but Yeah, but the more I think about it, the more I'm like, yeah, I really don't trust the Boy Scout leaders. Here's why. Um, a lot of priests can get convinced that they should be doing this because there's a magical deity that lives in the sky and he's going to make everything great and you're going to get to go to a paradise when you die as long as you just wear a black outfit and don't get laid. You know what I mean? Like, like whatever. And also there's, there is good things. About it. They're like, well, look at what the good this organization does. They're digging wells in Africa. They're setting up... Like like camps at the at, at the border to give migrants food and what like they really do talk the talk or, or sorry they really do walk the walk when it comes to like the charity angle of the Catholic so it's like there's good reasons to do this and I'm not saying there's no good reasons to be in the Boy Scout what, what I'm saying is that it doesn't seem like there's as many benefits attached to being a Boy Scout leader. Other than getting to hang out with young boys. And that's not a benefit unless you're a fucking weirdo, okay? Like here, uh, me, I'm not sexually attracted to uh, underage boys. Uh, Timmel, ask me right now. We're going to role play. We're going to say that you are a Boy Scout manager and you need to pay somebody to go into the woods with a bunch of kids for a whole week. Ask, ask me how much I need to do that. Hey, Jake, uh, you up for uh, taking uh, about uh, 10 uh, young... Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> Absolutely fucking not. Um, wait, uh, why? How much How much are you going to pay? Uh, I think it's volunteer, my friend. I need $10,000 to spend a weekend. But I, I No, I need ten grand to spend the weekend with kids. Okay? That's the thing. Um, uh, now, anybody who is saying that they want to do that for free, that's who you got to fucking look at. and And that's, you know... That's 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 who we're giving the gig to. Well, uh, yeah, because you have to pay people to do this. Because uh, another three, I can't remember what it was the last time this this hit the news and we talked about it. I know we've talked about it, but this time the number is three hundred and fifty new uh, scoutmasters who abused boys. So that's three hundred and fifty scoutmasters on top of. Other scoutmasters that all said, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I want to spend time with young boys and teach them how to tie knots. That it just, again, who couldn't see this coming? Who could not see this coming? When also, another thing, like, why not? Okay, you, you remember one of my solutions for uh, giving out AR-15s, right? Lie detector test. Same thing with the Boy Scouts. Like, oh, you want to you take, uh, take some kids and be alone with them, huh? Uh, just hook yourself up to the machine on a scale of one to ten. How much do you want to fuck a kid? You know, anything over zero, you don't get any kids. You know, like that's that's just it. Um, if if you view this as a violation of your privacy, I, I, I don't. Then no, you can't. You can't be around the kids. You just can't. We need to start introducing lie detector tests for more of these gigs. And I'm not saying every single workplace should have a lie detector test. All right. Like, I don't think that every employer should have those. That way they can just hook up every single interviewer. Like, hey, have you ever stolen from work? You know, that's not what I want these things used for. But anybody who any any dude, especially who's going to be around underage kids alone with no fucking security cameras. Uh, absolutely. Lie detectors. Also, I know they've talked about body cams for cops. 
I think that's a great idea. More importantly, body cams for Boy Scout counselors. How is that not and a fucking priests. thing? You know? And priests. Yes. I want every little every little white priest thing to have a tiny little microchip camera in it. And every one of those stupid little handkerchiefs, that also has a camera. I uh, can't remember if I said this the last time we talked about it, but I was a Boy Scout when I was eight or nine years old for all of, drum roll, one meeting. Um, yeah. My mom... I believe it was my mom. She wanted me to do something um, active. She wanted me to get into an activity or something other than I, I don't remember what I was doing at eight or nine, just running around the house, bothering her. Probably she just wanted me probably to yeah. get the fuck away from her. I went to one meeting and I remember this all these years later. We spent the entire meeting discussing our fingernails and how people with dirty fingernails um Sure. Just you wanted to be well groomed. You wanted to clean under your fingernails and make sure they were clipped and professional. And I just left the meeting going, "Mom, we just spent forty five minutes or an hour talking about our fucking fingernails." And I think at the other part of the meeting, I remember it was fingernails and those stupid uh, wooden, not box cars because those are you know what I mean, the little wooden race cars that you they're they're a block of wood and you put fucking a screw and right. a plastic tire on it and you roll it down a ramp. And it stops. And I just said, this is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever done. I know I'm only eight, nine years old, but uh, when I get to 80 or 90, I'm pretty sure this will still be in the top five of stupid things I've ever done. And that was the only meeting I had to go to. Right. Especially at the end when the guy asked if you wanted to get your hot oil massage badge. It's like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm out of here. No, I don't want that goddamn badge. I'm young. Why are you only wearing a handkerchief right now? Ask me when I'm 40 or 50, then of course I will like a hot oil massage because I'll be old and sore and my muscles will use... I would like a nice massage at age 40 or 50. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that that was not your age. It was his age. So it made it uh, (laughs) it uncomfortable. Well, a couple lighter items of news uh, before we get out of here. I sent this one last week and we didn't get to it. I just thought it was hilarious. The the headline alone is beautiful. Then the picture that goes with it. And then the story is like, headline grabs you. I'm going to click this. Picture, oh my God, it's everything I wanted to see. And then the story caps it off. Teen. Teen says tattoo covering half his face is making it hard to find work. Well, okay, you've got a face tattoo. Uh, a half of your face is covered in a tattoo and you can't get a job. Let's just click on this link. Um, Mark Crop wants to get a job to support his family, but something unique is holding his back. He has a giant tattoo saying devastate, uh, devast, and then the number eight, because he couldn't fit the entire word devastate, uh, covers half his face. Uh, he's born in New Zealand and he was locked up at age 17 for aggravated robbery after he and his friend pulled a knife on a tourist, went to jail, got drunk on where oh, I, I just skipped over it. Um, damn it. I had it and then I lost it. There was something in there. Oh, he was drunk on homebrew in a jail cell. So I, sure. yeah. So you, you, you pull a knife on a tourist, you go to jail, you drink some jailhouse wine and decide to get a face tattoo in jail, and now you can't get a job. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I wish I had sympathy for this guy, but, uh, yeah, you want to turn your life around, good for you. But, I mean, that, that's just a series of dumb mistakes that, yeah, here's okay. Here's here's the thing. So I I had um, a, a lot of friends growing up who ended up who who do have face tattoos. You know, um, here's here's the thing though. 
their jobs are tattoo artists. You know, like that's that's their gig. It works for them. It's basically, but they're they're good tattoos. Their face is sort of like a walking resume for them to potential clients that they're going to tattoo. You know what I mean? Like you look at them and you're like, God damn, that's a nice looking tattoo on that fella's face. Wish I had one of those on my arm or something. You know, it, it, it works. It works. Um, I just did a, a, a roast battle uh, against a comic who has face tattoos, but like she's a professional suicide girl. Those are like the, the, the tattoo right, models yeah. and stuff. I, I you know, know? Yeah, I'm familiar and, with them. Right. Right, and she's an actress and a singer and a comic. Like she has enough things that that the face tattoo lends itself to those things. And now nothing in entertainment is a sure thing, but she seems to be doing well for herself. And she she's really casts a wide umbrella in the entertainment industry. You, you know what I mean? So it's like you know, there's singing, there's modeling, there's uh, you know, there's there's Snapchat stuff, there's there's comedy, there's this guy. You don't you don't get one of those on your face and then think, well, I'm gonna go be an accountant. No, you you just went all in on your mixtape, sir. You have to fucking get good at rapping now. That's just how this goes. <laughs> or I thought you were gonna go a different way with it. Uh, now he has to train to be a tattoo artist. But the thing is, yes, or tattoo art. Like it has to be something. In that field. The problem sorry, is like, his it, tattoo looks like absolute dog shit because it's yes. a prison tattoo. So he first yes. needs to find a decent tattoo artist to cover the stupid thing he has on his face. And then following that, he will then have a face that is, like you say, a walking resume or advertisement. Uh, because right now right. he would be his like the dollar so store bad. of tattoo artists. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, his tattoo is so bad. That it will it will make people want to give themselves a tattoo, even if he's the only one. You, you know what I mean? Like within, like like let's say he's up in like rural Wyoming or something. He's the only one within two thousand miles. You're going, yeah, you you're gonna do your own. But this guy, I'm looking at it, and the thing, it's it's hard to kind of describe to listeners, but it, it basically it's black ink. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Let me take a shot. It's a stencil. Yeah. It's like someone covered yes. the lower half of his face with a with a stencil and then spray painted across so it says devast and then the letter eight devastate. Yeah, so basically what I think he should do is just fill in the D, the E, the V, all the letters, which is black. It kind of looks like he has a shitty beard, you know? <laughs> he should just fill it in yeah, as a beard. Perma stubble. Yeah. Or just give yourself Complete blackface, like go full Rachel Dolezal and just tattoo your whole face black. That to me, like, but but get it done convincing and just be like, yeah, I, I just, I'm a different guy. I'm a diff, different ethnicity now, something. And just really commit to the Rachel Dolezal thing and just pretend you're another athlete. That any of those options would be so much better. Or here we go. Here we go. Um, what you got to do is you 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 give you you get really good at cover ups. I know there's like a game show, not like a game show, but like 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 a TV show about tattooing where they they have like really good tattoo artists come in and do cover up tattoos. I think I, I bet they have something close to that. I mean, there are a lot of tattoo shows. I think there there's got to be something similar. Yeah. Right, and but there, there, there is, there is a show for this for for tattoo cover ups. A, go on that show. B, get a, get a tattoo cover up that's so well and get it to tattooing yourself, 
and just sort of say, hey, this was done at my shop. This was done by the guy who taught me. And then your specialty could be cover-up tattoos because, yeah, that is a fucking horrendous face. Even as far as face tattoos go, this is, like, easily one of the worst face tattoos I've ever seen. It is horrible. All right, one last story, and only because um, I I know that, again, we've talked about this in the past. I just don't remember when. Um, The the fact that uh, here where I live, there's a bank across the street from a trailer park, and for a while the bank would get robbed a lot, and the person would just, (laughs) the the cops would just go into the trailer park and catch the guy. Um, That's why I love this story. an Ohio man, man, try, I love the word allegedly, by the way. I love how allegedly has to, they're, they're even saying the El Paso shooter allegedly uh, because I, anyway, I'm not even going to get into it. That's that's for another podcast. The fact that we have to put allegedly in front of any, everything until they're convicted. Even Well, we don't want to be sued by this guy who robbed this bank. Exactly. Bench. Even though he walked into a bank in Cleveland Gave them a note saying, I'm robbing the bank. And so after he left, they turned the note over. And he had taken a, uh, what was it? Uh, I don't have it. It was, it was something that had his name and address on it. He took a letter. It was from the DMV. Yeah, yeah a DMV it was, letter it with his name and address. from the DMV. Yeah. <laughs> so they wouldn't call him. It was him. a letter from the DMV that he scribbled the fucking bank note on. So it had everything. It had all of his information. But, of course, they have to say allegedly. Even though he did it, he gave him a note with his name and address, and he got arrested. But until he's convicted, it's allegedly. Oh, I'm, I'm that. Let, let's talk about that next week. Let's talk because I just thought it was funny that he did it, and then I reread the headline. I'm like, oh yeah, allegedly always pisses me off because it's so dumb. Well, we don't know. This guy could have been sued or, or, or framed rather because he tried to buy NBC in the '90s, and so he was framed by the police. He was framed by NBC. That could be it. All right, Jake. Good talking to you as always. You too. Listening. Actually, yeah. Well, before we sign, I will say with this guy because this kind of ties into something I, I think I was talking about last week or the week before. You know how we were talking about R. Kelly's uh, the, the guy that was going out. And yeah, his PR R. Kelly guy. His singing. PR guy. Yeah, and and how he was saying dumb shit. The, the thing is, is people who rob the banks these days, for the most part are going to be solely dumb people just because anybody who's smart and doing the math on this, that's like, wait a minute, the technology to catch you these days is how good? And I'll spend how much time in prison? Yeah, fuck this. I'm going to go commit cybercrime. That's that's where it's at these days. I'm going to pretend to be a Nigerian prince or something. You know, that's what smart people do. So you're left with people that are so fucking dumb that they will write down the robbery note on their own DMV notices. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, the police have to love it. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you enjoy us, share us with your friends. If you hate us, share us with your enemies. Um, say nice things about us. Visit jakevever.com. Visit nathantimmel.com. And uh, thanks for making it all the way through this. Appreciate it. Bye. Later. <laughs>